Media Masterminds, the calm before the storm, E3 show. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Uh, I got lost for a second. I think this was a time variant. I, I was I was a variant to our old Media Mastermind show that veered off. Owen Wilson didn't get, get me yet to stop me from our video game discussion. So I guess we're not here for any video game discussion. We're here for movies, media, entertainment, other nonsense legend pop joining me silently benjamin mr benjamin i'm not saying your last name mr benjamin mr benjamin today i'll take it and we are explicitly not talking video games today let's be crystal clear (laughs) if we haven't been already as much as we play them right (laughs) no video games at all you ever see euro trip when they're like no berlin no Indian Berlin, no video game talk at all, even though we're right before E3. And and, and we had uh, the summer summer games fest. Yes. But we won't, tell, we I'm won't gonna, talk about it. <laughs> I'm going to miss a bunch of this E3 stuff between work and other poorly planned weekend plans. Uh, so it doesn't matter that I'm not going to talk about it then. I'll have to catch up uh, at some point next week, like everyone else will, while they're listening to go. us. Adulting at its best. <laughs> no, I don't want to be adults. I don't want to. You got to do I'll it, be, man. I'll be adulting. Meanwhile, one of my weekend plans is going to Legoland. So I don't know if that's really adulting or not, actually. Oh, that theme but park is adulting. Yeah, you're not going I, to where I, you're not going to Discovery like I did. No, the, the, the brand new Legoland New York. Maybe I'll give some uh, feedback next show briefly on it. Uh, they're in like what they're calling dress rehearsals. So I've heard mixed things. You know, the park's really not ready for prime time, but the tickets were a lot cheaper. So you get a feeling for the park and uh, we'll see. We'll see what's opened and how my experiences are from it. And But it's exciting to me as a theme park uh, junkie to be able to go to a brand new theme park that's less than two hours away from my house. Right. No, it sounds like a lot of fun. It looks it looks really cool from what I've seen online. You know, like I... I knew it was coming. I thought it was going to be just like a larger version of where I went with my son this past weekend, which was like, you know, more of like just playing with a couple of Legos. There was literally a 40 movie. It was like a ride that was like the Toy Story ride with the, with the gun. That was it. Yeah. And we were done. Yeah. I was like, that's it. I think there may be something similar to that in the actual park, too, because they say they had some minifigure ride or something that's supposed to be like really impressive for what they do, I guess. We'll see how impressive is it, if it's even open. Right. But it looks uh, like they're using that Disney tech, by the way, not to cut you off, but they're using, I saw some of the, uh, some of that Disney technology, like with the, with the, Oh, the trackless rides. Yeah. Yeah. We need the theme. We need a, me and Julie have talked about doing a uh, Disney podcast for a long time and it's never really happened. And that's something I think will need to come to be eventually because We've been to nearly every park in the world, uh, every Disney park, except for Paris. And uh, it would just be, even if it was a limited time thing, I would kind of think about it. This doesn't belong on this show right now. It should really be cut out, but whatever. Fuck it. That's it. That's what we're here for. But let's get into the news, shall we? Well, well, real quick, before I get into that. uh, We're we're going to edit this out, too. 
no and things <laughs> that shouldn't be mentioned but uh i feel obligated to and because it's the same day we're recording this uh we're recording this june 11th uh a friend of, of mine and a former co-worker of yours had passed away a few years ago today's his birthday so i have the crown and ginger here which was his drink of choice andrew juice man and uh just a, a toast to him and that's it let's get going with the news of the week mr benny if you'll start us off yeah let's do it we got some marvel stuff we're getting back into the meat and potatoes of why we do this show that's what's yeah. really we, great about we were it, on so. like a, a brief vacation when falcon and winter soldier ended and now we're back into it with loki launching some marvel news and so forth it's just good times so uh we are finding out that we are actually going to see hulk in she hulk so i mean i, I feel like it was a given you know you think about yeah. where they're going with it and the kind of kind of caliber that these shows are capable of there's no reason they couldn't do it so it was just a matter of time before we heard um so i know that is that still in production has that finished filming as far as you know i'm not sure i i, I think it's probably close because this okay. bit came this bit of news came out since we've done our last uh og style show with news and everything but it was out when we dropped our uh, 90s cartoons episode but we okay. haven't recorded you know since then so you saw mark ruffalo in the motion capture suit so who knows i mean they're definitely shooting it how far right. along they're in production on it. Right. I don't know. No, he could be he could be filming at the very end or he could be filming at the very beginning. Right. It could be a cameo. You know, may not, yeah. he may not be like in the whole show. Um, it's exciting nonetheless, because, again, it's it's bringing us closer to what we love about the Marvel Universe, which is established characters. We've had a chock full of introduction to characters that, you know, have not really gotten the spotlight before. But now we're starting to get characters that are more, you know, defined. And for me, like, you know, obviously we're going to discuss later, but the beginning of Loki was a great feel of that because, you know, obviously we're connecting stories and to see the bigger MCU in a TV format, you know, even just for a moment was nice. So that gets me excited. You know, I mean, that that also paves the way for potential other bigger characters to appear in other shows. So that you yeah, know, that could definitely. be really cool, you know. Get Thor on a TV show? Why not? You know, at this point, there's no rules, you know. So there are no rules. For it. Yeah, I'm excited for it. It's just such a weird, and I don't want to get too much in the weeds with it, but it's just such a weird ruling they have, and and how this contract is worked out with the Hulk. You know, Universal yeah, has the rights, yeah, for a individual Hulk movie. But if he is guest starring in something, like they don't need Universal's okay for it, which is which weird. is why he's been in other stuff and we haven't gotten a true sequel. And that's exactly like Universal. I guess they get a cut of it either way. So they figure, why why are we going to produce a movie if we, we could keep getting a cut off of him being in other movies? I don't know for certain if that's even the case. But it's just interesting because Spider-Man, that's not the deal. You know, if you want him in something, you have to work out a separate deal with Sony to get him in. And that's, you know, where some of the headaches have ha have come along uh, while while this new generation of Spider-Man has been in production and back and forth. And I feel like we're probably still going to visit that in, within the coming year or two. You know, like eventually once his movie appears in December, you know, we're going to see 
where that's that I feel like that's gonna like give us a better idea of where the character's gonna go and how Sony's gonna fit that into their mantra of movies versus yeah MCU stuff because then we're probably not gonna see him until probably the next big ensemble, you know, if anything. Maybe, maybe not. But I, I feel and we're gonna get into Loki discussions much later and spoilers discussions later. And this is very, very basic for the show, but they're planting this foundation for the sacred timeline. So that can be heavily modified or, or added to in these Sony movies. You know, they're saying that the Sony's movies can cross over with Spider-Man. Maybe they'll be branched off of the sacred timeline. So they're not interfering with the MCU in any way. And, you know, this uh, Loki show and, and the Time Variance Authority is kind of laying down the groundwork for that. That's what I'm, I'm starting to think. And that's based off of one episode of Loki. So, right. But there was a lot of information to discuss, which again we'll we'll tie back to it later. But that's a good point, right? It really is cool. So, um, have a lot of different oh, news to talk. What's up? Your audio, your audio went like robot for a little bit. I think you were in the most recent season of Fortnite or something. You got abducted for a second. Okay, you you good now? You good? I don't know what that was. We, we right. were getting hacked. Oh, no, I don't know. <laughs> next set of news moving on you got this one yeah the few of these uh we talked before we came on the full a few of these are bullet points and i don't even know how much we're going to get through because like uh i had put this just in case we were like lacking news and then we ended up having a bunch of stuff to put on here but rob zombie announced that his next movie will be the monsters are you a fan just, at all of the monsters it's, it's a I, probably departure for him right it is, but it's also been a dream for him. That's been his dream uh, franchise to be a part of. He's talked about that in the past, like when I've watched, you know, behind the scenes of whether it be Halloween or, uh, you know, some of the from the trilogy movies that he did. But uh, it's cool. I mean, when you when I think Rob Zombie, there's a certain style and aesthetic that I think is going to come along with it. Is that going to fit the monsters? You know, I don't know. I'm sure he'll find a way to have a happy medium. Um, it's it's comedy at its best, in a sense, for like yes. for that for those types yes. of characters. So, so it's so, going to be a departure for him. Yeah. So I mean, is he going to keep true to that to some degree? You know, that's I really the question. I think he needs to kind of branch himself out a little bit from being stuck into doing the same type of movies. Right. And I think, too, like if you have a passion about it, for the most part, you're going to try your best, you know, to respect the, the source material. So I'm doing we'll the see. best I can. I'm doing with, the with, best I can. With what I got. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's nothing more to that. You know, we just found that that's happening. So that's that's cool. We'll see. Um, yeah. Like sure to we'll me, I. I remember yeah. watching like monsters reruns as a kid and we're obviously not of the generation of the monsters. And, you know, I remember having a bit of a fondness to it, but they were always to me like the poor man's Adams family. And I was always more, I always preferred the Adams family. Right. So I'd still be, I'm still interested in checking it out. Just something new. It's new, new, but not new. It's a reboot. Right. right? And I don't know how many of these actors are still alive. I think the, Maybe the kid is Eddie, right? And uh, for the sake for the sake of cameos and such. Yeah, I'm sure they'll have to. Have, if one or two people are still alive, they'll have them just you know cameo at some point. Yeah. Nah, we'll see. Time will tell. It's really early at this point. I don't even know right. 
if pre-production has started. So yeah, who knows what? Yeah, who, who knows where it's going? If it's going to be streaming, theatrical, what? What studios even doing it? Right. A lot of questions. No castings. Nothing. So that's why the basic stuff we could hammer through. I also yeah. added on here that uh, looks like straight to order, which means that uh, for a TV show, that means that they're getting a full season produced. No, no pilot necessary or or if they had a pilot, they've already hammered through it. They're not bothering to air it, but they are confident enough to order a full se- season of it. They're going to make Ted, the teddy bear movie, into a TV show for Peacock. And as of as of writing this and recording this, uh, no confirmed casting as far as uh, if Mark Wahlberg or Mila Kunis will return. But Seth MacFarlane obviously is involved. I believe he created it, and he's the voice of Ted. Thoughts? Well, you know, I mean, I actually haven't seen the second movie. I liked the first one a lot. I heard the second one was a lot of rehash, and it just never grabbed me enough to go check it out. I think I put it on once, and I was like, eh, you know. It was great parts. The, the, the first one has definitely some memorable quotes. You know, the Thunder song is is great. I still love it, but it it was one of those things like i felt like how many times could you tell the story you know yeah. so i don't know where they're going to go with it for a tv show but you know seth mcfarland for the most part is he's got a, the right idea when it comes to that stuff i haven't watched any of his newer content but he's tend to you know be able to do more than one style of uh of shows you know i know he has that live action show is that even still in the air so. Yes, I think that 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 was part of this article was that that's taking a break currently. So this is giving him the opportunity to work on this. So I don't know yeah. if it's like on an ex- what, 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 what kind of break hiatus. extended break it's on or yeah, or hiatus or something, because I think that's on Fox or that may have moved networks. Something oh. happened with that show. Maybe it got moved to Hulu or there was something that happened, though, with that show, uh, the Orville is the name of the show yeah 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 don't know but uh so yeah it's, i'm not a fan you know to that degree i'm not excited or anything like that but i'm sure i'll give it a try you know like we've talked in the past family guy you know it, it hasn't been funny for a while for most of us so you know it's got to be fresh you know but ted is one of those things like it, it was hot when it came out are people going to care now i'm not sure yeah but uh, next, yeah, there, next yeah, bit. Saying, if you could take the next one because I don't really yeah. I'm not familiar. So <laughs> are you not familiar at all? I'm not. No, not. I don't uh, know what Andor is. So but go ahead. I really okay. spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know Andor. What the fuck what are you doing on this fucking show? Hey, I'm what you call <laughs> a fair weather fan. <laughs> OK, so Forrest Whitaker plays Saul Guerrero. Yes, I will not repeat what Benny is doing. Saul Guerrero is uh, kind of like a big general, that character that's popped up now between episode three and episode four. So in the live action universe, he was, you know, portrayed by Forrest Whitaker in Rogue One. And I believe he's done the voiceover in some of the cartoons and he's in Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, I'm not sure if he does the voice in Jedi Fallen Order. I think so. Regardless, yeah, yes. So, so Cassian Andor is the pilot from Rogue One, and he is getting his own Disney Plus TV show. 
So they announced this week that, that Forrest Whitaker will return as Saul Guerrero in the Andor uh, TV show, which takes place obviously before Rogue One. Spoiler alert, everyone dies, including Saul Guerrero. Damn. So. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know the show existed, so you could see how uh, left they're behind actually, I am. They're actually shooting it already. They started shooting it before Obi-Wan, so we should get this potentially the end of this year, depending on how much post-production is needed for it. Uh, I'm a li- I- I'm interested in it because Rogue One is my favorite of the Disney-produced Star Wars movies, and I enjoy those characters. A lot of people thought those characters were not likable. I could give you the same argument for the characters in the sequel trilogy, uh, but this is the one, the movie that I still go back to over and over again. I think it's shot phenomenally the score is well the, sto- the story is good for being a side story that you know what's going to happen already but uh andor cassian uh has a partner in that movie a droid k2so which is also one of the scene stealing moments in the movie throughout the movie and they announced that he is not in the series oh, so maybe cool. Maybe potentially when they do a second season is what they were saying. He'll be in there, but they want to give uh, the early on story of him. And that, that kind of ruffles so my feathers before, before, before he gets him, I guess. Yeah. Or maybe the end of the season or, or something. Yeah. Yes. Because, I mean, you have to because he's dead. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> in case you didn't hear the first time. Spoiler <laughs> So there you go. There's another Star Wars show for Disney Plus coming up potentially. I would say I would think by the end of the year, but I could be wrong. Thoughts? The, sure. The title of the show will uh, just be Thoughts. Sure. Uh, again, <laughs> I like Rogue One. I do like Rogue One. I, I, you know, I'm not a Star Wars fan like you are, so I don't watch the movies in Great Recession, you know, Secession, but. I remember really enjoying it. I definitely thought it was a big departure from what we've seen in the past. Um, definitely better than the, the, the new trilogy as well for a lot of reasons. Um, I definitely, I enjoyed the, the cast because the cast was very, you know, varied. And you had to draw, you know, like, and everybody had their own personality. So it was really, you weren't focusing on just two characters. You had a lot of people, you know, with a story where you like you knew where it was going, but you still you were still invested, you know. So, uh, again, not just not simply not knowing about it. It, it could be cool, you know. Uh, I'm not big on going back, you know, prequel yeah. stuff. I like to kind of move forward, but that's all we yeah. can do. So, because because then it always steps on something else, right? It's so tough to make a story in between a story that already laid a foundation and keep up with everything and not have any issues. Uh, from it but i feel like the show i mean it's not just you and i you know i was i was joking with you about not knowing about it but i think this show is kind of flying under the radar in the first place i don't think it's really has i mean and we haven't really seen anything concrete from it they, they did show some like making of at that stockholder uh stream that they had like the end of last year but it really didn't show much got it well I mean, so, let me... what what what'll bring me in? One last thing is if if Donnie Yen finds a way into like an episode or two, because I'm a big mm. Donnie Yen guy. I don't yeah. think so. No, because those characters seem like they that was the first time they met there. each other. Right. Yeah, in Rogue One. 
let me let me go through this last news thing because I'm sure you probably don't have any interest in this, and then you can rattle off the the remaining ones. But they announced a Lord of the Rings prequel anime, the War of Rohim. I think is how you pronounce it. Uh, God bless you. This this is big for Lord of the Rings fans. I consider myself one. I'm not totally sure on the anime aspect of it as I'm not really an anime fan, but I'm, I'm open minded to see where they go. And this will be not an anime fan. Let's get back. No, (laughs) no, this will tie together some story that hasn't been portrayed before in a live action or animated universe, but is from the books. Uh, And we'll see where it goes. It could go somewhere hand in hand with the an- Amazon series, but the Amazon series is live action and takes place allegedly much, much earlier in, in the timeline. But interesting that they're going to, this is going to be new line. Uh, I don't think it's going to be theatrical. I'm not sure if they concretely said whether it will or won't be, but uh, just interesting that they're going to now, after all this time, they, they still want to milk the cow a little bit and get more out of the Lord of the Rings franchise, which it's crazy to me that they've waited this long. I'm waiting for Disney or Universal to use Lord of the Rings in the theme parks. Like that, you can have a whole section of theme park based on it. Maybe it's too mature for Disney, but it's right up Universal's alley with the way they, you know, do their parks. It would be such right. a cool area to do. I think maybe when the show comes out, if the if it blows up and like you get new, a lot of new fans, new viewers. I think that'll be key for that because realistically, like they know the fans exist, but yeah. I think when it comes to creating new stuff, they want to make sure that they're, they can have that organic growth, you know, and bring in these new people that have not yeah. seen it before. You know, I think well, when and- the Blu-rays came out or the 4k that probably helped the current yeah. interest. Well, I, they have the Lord of the Rings has a huge cult following, but it it's also tied to an estate because the author of Lord of the Rings is, has you know, passed away a long time ago. So the right. Tolkien estate, you know, controls a lot of things. And that's why you don't see, I mean, there's still merchandise and stuff for Lord of the Rings, but you don't see it milked as heavily. I feel like as game of Thrones or something like that. Right. Cause they, they probably very careful with what they decide. They're more selective. I think probably. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. I mean, they, we should get remasters of those EA games. That'll be my last <laughs> thing. I'd be okay with that. A lot of video game talk this show. Oh, no more games. Sorry. Zipped. <laughs> Moving on. Unfortunately, the next part of news is tied to a video game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, but this is actually a TV show. No, we find no, no more video games. No more video games. Okay, next bit of news. It's a video game that's turning into a TV show. Pretty much. Cuphead. I know you really, really enjoy the visuals of this. I don't know if you... I don't know if you played the game like through. I didn't. That's a song from one of the levels, just so you know. I didn't get that far. I serenade. I serenade Julie to that song. Yikes. Moving on. <laughs> you didn't get that far. That's on the first island in the game. I, I didn't get past the first island. I stopped playing. Oh, OK. I made it to yeah. the third island in the game. No. Nope. Very very challenging. Very challenging. Yeah, it looks it looks great. Get <laughs> dying. No thanks. That's I'd the best play, part of it. I'd rather play Dark Souls, which is difficult in its own right. But let's get out of game talk. Netflix <laughs> getting a TV show. This was announced maybe a year ago or so. 
So we've been waiting, haven't heard much about it. We did get some screenshots, which is ideally what the game looks like visually and uh, bringing it to life in a different way. So we're going to get, you know, a a bit more of the story. I don't know if it's going to be, you know, after the game, pregame, stuff like that. But um, they also just announced that Wayne Brady is going to be playing. Yes. King Dice. Dice. King Dice, yeah. So that's cool. The little trailer. Who's the villain? Like a minute. Hmm? Who's he's the, the villain? villain? The he's show. the villain. Yes. Of the, of the game, okay. he's the villain. So I would assume he'd be the villain of the show. I thought I thought the devil was the villain of the game. No. Yeah, he works for the devil. Okay, so he's like one of the big bads. He's the right-hand man. Got it. Cool. It looks awesome. So, I mean, I definitely, I feel like that might gauge my interest to go back to the game. Because again, it's a great looking game. The music is awesome. You know, what's not to like other than the difficulty? You know, it's yeah. like you can either grasp it or you can't. But so that we saw that trailer today. That was cool. Next trailer for also for Netflix. So we're just going to get that out of the way. He Man, He Man, 80s cartoon, Masters of the Universe, Revelation. This is a show that's being handled by Kevin Smith. This is also by the studio that brought us the most recent Castlevania show on Netflix. So you can tell the animation style is, uh, you know, very similar. And uh, again, you know, we know Paul's not into anime, you know, or that that style of animation, but it looks really cool. It looks mature. It looks modern. It looks fitting for the times for a character that's been beloved for so many years. I was not into He-Man as a kid. Paul was not. I can appreciate the love for the character. Um, friend of the show, Rich Rampage, avid master of the universe toy collector. So I know he's right up his alley. Um, I'm always looking for does him. He, does he have the power? Oh, he always has the power. He has the power to buy all the toys in the world, baby. <laughs> That's the catchphrase from the show, isn't it? He-Man's catchphrase? Come on. I have. I'm going with it. Don't why you gotta ruin you, it. You you ruined you, your god damn it, pal. This fucking guy. You can't take him anywhere. You gotta you gotta talk about a show and you gotta like you gotta fucking take the joke to the side, man. Take it off the air. Fuck off. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. It's another another cool show that's coming to Netflix. There's one last bit of Netflix news. There's not much about it. Um literally before we started recording, I found out about it. There is a show coming to Netflix from Ubisoft that is also video game related. More games. (laughs) This one is tied to the Far Cry Blood Dragon franchise, which it's really only two games. I loved it. I know you you loved it. The music got me into a certain style of music that I'm into now. Um, But this show is being handled by Adi Shankar, who I've spoken about on the show it was also part of Castlevania. It is his show. And um, they showed pretty much kind of like early animation work that they're doing right now, some tests, and pretty much along with the announcement. Really short, really exciting, called uh, Captain Silverhawk. Looks really cool. Um, looking forward to that, personally. So one last bit of news. You can take this one if you want, because this one we can both relate to. Uh, but he doesn't. All right. I, I, so, I mean... It's not. It's nothing special. Aquaman two got a title. Aquaman: The Lost Kingdom. That's it. Moving on. Thank you guys. Have a great (laughs) show. Great show. Well, I mean, they they, how 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 close are they to even shooting this? Look how long the Flash took to even get into production. Is this actually going to end up being the title? 
of the movie? Probably not. But if we're going to talk that, then let's let's talk about something we haven't discussed, even though it's, it happened already. We got some pictures on Instagram. What movie started filming finally? Uh, Wonder uh, Woman 1994. Oh, my God. This fucking guy. <laughs> I know. I know. But I do know. the listeners know? But do the listeners know. know? The do Flash. They? It started recording. It's huge. We went over to England. We had the biggest recording session. All right, video guys, session shut up, shut up. ever. You hear, this guy? you hear this guy? Shut up. Shut up. Come on, man. Come on. Come on, man. We're going to do, do the Trump Biden. <laughs> anyway, we promise no politics while we're doing video games. So you can see we're full of shit. We just lie as we tell you. Well, we're not talking we're politics. We're just doing impressions of people. <laughs> shut up, man. <laughs> As many dances <laughs> like Donald Trump. Yep. He's got those moves, man. Oh, baby. <laughs> All right. So we the one thing that's really exciting about the fact the, the fact that the Flash is filming is we saw a chair. It had a certain person's name that has been mentioned on this show numerous times with the I have a chair. I have a with chair. The question, with, the the question, with the question mark that Paul kept saying. Is he gonna do it? Is he gonna do it? God no, no, damn no, no. It. <laughs> no. The chair, the chair said Bruce Wayne on it. Anyone can be Bruce Wayne. Oh bullshit! <laughs> then the second picture tells you the true story. Yes. What? Yes. What, which? Which is the? We see a uh, Batman insignia that would be on the costume of Batman from the Tim Burton era. Of the films, and it has a little, little blood splatter on it, which has people going all crazy with theories. Yeah, because it, look, to... it looks like donut jelly; doesn't look like blood. <laughs> well, people are getting crazy with the thoughts of Watchmen and some of the comic book fans of the Doomsday Clock, which I don't think will happen, but or Watchmen for that matter. But you never know. So Michael Keaton is back. He's, he's coming back. Is that in was the, the flash. Ten minutes conversation. Yes. Waste yes. of time. This is long drawn out. I'm excited. I don't want to get too excited because the flash has been in development for uh, since I, I started podcasting with my first podcast host a million years ago. So now we're finally getting it. I remember I still watched the flash TV show when the movie was announced and I was disappointed that they weren't carrying over the actor from the TV show. And I stopped watching the Flash TV show at least four years ago. So that's how long this movie has been announced that it was coming. And and you gave you gave that a, you gave that a try, at least, you know, most people, you know, kind of held a grudge in a sense, you know, don't come. Don't come. I'm coming. <laughs> I'm coming. Oh, oh boy, the, the show is off the rails. This is going to be an interesting one. That's okay, though. That's okay. Okay. So now we have finally gotten done with the news. Holy crap! It took thirty-five minutes. That's impressive. Yeah. That's impressive. <laughs> we got we got through a lot of nonsense there. So that's, that's gonna, all the show really is, is nonsense. Nonsense. People listen to nonsense, Pre- I guess. So we still have listeners. Nonsense. 
we're we're getting up there in count of episodes. I don't know the it's better off that we don't keep track of the exact number. I mean, when I upload the episode, I see it, but we're getting close to 20. And that's 20 weeks consecutively of episodes. So we're we're doing almost half a year worth of content here for our handful of listeners that listen. Tell your Thank friends. You Give us share it. Get us out there. Tell tell them about these fucking idiots that do a podcast every week. Tell them they'll pee their pants. It just gets it gets Once worse as we go on. Just a little I think pee. I I think I just did. Lay my pants a little bit. All right. So we're gonna jump into the pick of the week. And guess what? It is Benny's prick time. We haven't done a I feel like I haven't done a prick in a while. So Yeah, because yeah. Wait. Because. When Joe hosted, I did was, one. There was a lapse. But you yeah, didn't do one lapse. the next. You didn't do one the following week. I don't recall. I think the. I think the last one. It I feels did like ages ago the, now. I think the last one I did was the Mitchells. Yes. Which feels. Yeah, that was after Joe. Wild. That was after Joe hosted. But it just it has been a while. Feels good to be back. <laughs> but I mean, we we have Hopefully obviously it's changed. a good pick. Well, we've changed the formula, so you're not going to torment yourself on anything that I recommend if well, you haven't seen it. But I still plan to watch that Mitchell's movie, and I haven't. But it'll get watched eventually. The other Fair stuff enough. that you've recommended, maybe not. Yeah, whatever. I mean, you did watch that stuff, but you regretted it. Well, Mandy, I did. But you haven't watched some of the ones I've recommended more recently. So, What was the last thing you recommended? I don't even remember. There you go. Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it right. was uh, what we what we do in the shadows. I believe it or not, I did what you recommended, and I did put the show on. I didn't That's look not for the what movie. I recommended. I thought you said to look for the show because the no. movie's hard to find. It, it it's harder to find, but the movie is much better than the show, in my opinion. Got it. Yeah, so I couldn't find the show, so I just I mean the movie, so I looked for the show. I put an episode in and it's exactly what you said it was. Yeah. It didn't keep my attention. So okay. I, I'm, I'm going to try. Look, I'm going to try to look for the movie to give it a different try. Give it a college try. Fair, fair enough. <laughs> so my prick of the week is not a new movie because I haven't been watching new movies lately, but it's a movie that I would say I watched probably in the last year. Um, it was in the theaters, maybe for a short while. Um, it has the dude, because I don't remember his name, and I'm not going to pretend to know his name, uh, from Harry Potter. Uh, Harry. Yeah. Harry. <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe. Thank you. Yes. I just, as I'm saying it, um, in the movie, this is actually like very, very strong R-rated movie. Tons of cursing action blood gore a little bit of everything not a movie i would expect to see him in but i know he's done a variety of things there's a movie of his that i want to see that i haven't where he plays a dead body have you heard of that movie yes uh swiss army man there it is and he like farts to propel himself around the island yes. which is like absurd um but this is not that movie this movie is called <laughs> guns akimbo this is a really cool movie, in my opinion. Um, it's bizarre as hell for a lot of reasons. The premise itself is bizarre. So it's really, he's just a nobody guy that uh, is a massive internet troll. 
And we live in this world where there is a TV show that's live streamed where people kill each other, like a pretty much like a, like a running man type thing, but it's more in like the live stream era. And it's what happens is when they pick the opponent, they're kind of picked at random and then they don't know that they're going to be part of the show. And they basically start hunting them. And, you know, there's just one person that's like the star of the show. So what ends up happening is he's trolling, trolling, trolling in the chats, you know, so it looks like he's watching a live stream and, you know, the people that writes nonsense, somebody finds out what he's doing and they basically reach out to him. He ends up getting kidnapped and gets kind of thrown in the show. But the way they do it is they like nail guns to his hands. The guns are attached to his hands, like, and he can't do anything. Like, he can't put clothes on. And now he's got to either survive or he's got to kill the person that's coming after him. So that's pretty much what the movie's about, him trying to figure it out. He's walking around everywhere he goes. He can't hide them. So he's got, like, slippers on. He's got a robe. And he's running out in the street. And he's just got guns in his hand. So it's just wacky. But it gets crazy throughout. A lot of fun, a lot of action. It's... uh. It's under two hours, so it's not very long, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. And, um, you know, it was one of those movies like, I was like, eh. and then it just happened to be on Amazon. So if you have Prime, it's on Prime. Ah, it's on Prime. That's that's a that's a rare Benny pick. It's on a service that like 99 percent of our listeners probably have, which is why I picked it. Wow. Nice. That's a, I, I'll, I would check that out, actually. So look at this. We're adding to my list of things that I might check out from Benny. Well, I'm also being a little more uh, considerate of <laughs> knowing what I what I like and what other people like. I know I like bizarre. I know I like things that you don't like. And at Ugh. this point, the fact that you didn't like Psycho Gorman painted the picture. You know, there's not a million of movies like that that I watch anymore, but I know when those diamonds in the rough come, I'm like, eh. you know, like Turbo Kid. Turbo Kid I'm, I'll, is going to be at the top of my tier for a very long time, but I knew that you'd appreciate it more than necessarily like it. Like, you'd understand why I like the movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Psycho Gorman was just bizarre. You know, it's just fucking, it's absurd. It's stupid. I was watching it the other day. I'm like, this is really fucking bad. But I'm like, there's something about it that I love. You know, it's just overly cheesy. And I think it's it's probably the the monsters, like the whole hybrid of Power Ranger parts, you know, that kind of costumes. And yeah, like that whole scene when they're they're beating him up and then they're just like spewing blood on him. And the kids are just standing like they're like, what the hell is going on? And he's just like, oh, like they're not hurting him. They're just like spitting blood on him. Like, what the fuck is going on? There you go. I'm in love with it. You think it's fucking stupid. Let's move on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so let's do what we're watching. As Mm-mm. I mentioned, no, we're, we're skipping what we're watching. No. Just feel like no, we're it. not skipping. Or no, okay. No, <laughs> no, no. Can I finish? Uh, as I mentioned earlier, we will be discussing Loki. At the end of this, what we're watching, we both watched the first debut episode of Loki, and there will be spoilers. So if you have not watched it, skip that or come back to it. We're giving you more time than usual because the way we used to do this is the show would come out on Friday, and then we would talk about it, and you would be able to listen to it on Monday. Now Loki is dropped on Wednesday, 
and we're still with our own schedule dropping it on Monday. So you have almost a week to watch the show. So you should have watched it by now. And if you haven't, shame on you. You don't have glorious purpose. Get on the get with the program, damn it. So what we're watching, I don't have much, just like the last time. It looks like Benny doesn't have much. So we'll probably be talking a lot of Loki. I did start the most recent or final season of Kim's Convenience, which they finally added to Netflix. I have recommended the show in the past. Not a whole lot I can even talk about on it. It's a it's a funny, quirky kind of uh, sitcom about a Korean family that lives in Toronto, owns a convenience store, and the son of the family is going to be Shang-Chi uh, in the Marvel movie coming this September. So if you want to get an intro to him, I don't know what else he's really been in besides this. You can run through that show. It's available on Netflix. Then another show, which I've mentioned on here also before, is Mythic Quest, which is on Apple Plus, and that stars uh, Mac from Always Sunny in Philadelphia and Rickety Cricket also. I've mentioned before, this is season two that's on right now. They don't put everything up at once, so it is going week to week. I've watched the first uh, four episodes, I believe, of it, and it's great. It might be better than the first season, but then again, the first season you're introduced to the characters and now you're coming to your favorites and growing to it. Also, Abed from uh, Community is a character on the show and he plays a bit of a dick, which is pretty cool. So like, I really like the casting. It's a show about video game developers and back again to video games and Ubisoft. Ubisoft use, uh, creates the, in, the video game footage that's used inside the TV show. And I, I'm sure the show will be around for another season. It's one of Apple Plus's uh, most popular shows, I think, right now. You've not watched either of these, right? No, I have not. I told you, I think I watched the first episode of Mythic Quest and it didn't grasp me, but that's, that I seems like a trend. I don't know. It, it could be just the environment variable, which is always I can't give everything the attention that I want to give it. So I'm always yeah. multitasking, but uh, yeah, I mean, the potential is there. I mean, the content, you know, it's definitely something I like, so it makes sense. I mean, I'm a sucker for Grandma's Boy, you know, which is different, but it's like the similar vein as far as like the developer and stuff like that, you yeah. know. This um, is not quite as goofy as right, that of is. course, right? Yeah, uh, it's a little more serious. Not serious, but it's not like even like Always Sunny is grounded. extremely good. Yeah, it's a more grounded. And then the last thing I was I had watched, which I just watched, so I have a movie in here, is unfortunately not available on any of the streaming subscriptions, but it is now available for purchase, not rent. I was waiting for it to go into purchase, so I own it rather than just renting it. And that is Bob Odenkirk's latest film, uh, which is called Nobody. And Bob Odenkirk is uh, of Better Call Saul fame and Breaking Bad fame. Uh, this is basically the way I described it to someone I was talking to today is it's basically John Wick, but the lead is Steve Carell. Not, not, not seasoned. Like, yes. Well, no, no, no. Is not someone you would expect to be good in combat and a, a killer and a, you know, this highly trained tactical person. 
it's like you took a a a comedic actor and threw him into the role and he's not the buff guy or the guy that does kung fu he's you know and the movie is quick it's only an hour and a half and it's really good it's if you like john wick it's right up your alley and if you don't and you just like action movies i still think it's right up your alley it's really quick there's not a whole lot to the story and it's got some great action to it and it's got a great pace also in the movie is doc brown christopher lloyd nice in the movie was and that was a nice surprise and uh he plays uh bob odenkirk's father in the movie and he does get involved in the action for those wondering so interesting scott but that's it that's all i've been watching i would highly recommend all three of these things i have been watching reruns of stuff again like i mentioned like sopranos and stuff on hbo max uh but this is just the stuff that we're experiencing for the first time that we put in the what we're watching so that's all you know in the past couple weeks that i really knew that i've been watching i really need to start watching some other stuff i'm with you on that we're definitely lighter than usual you know we're usually multitasking with a bunch of stuff but you know sometimes life gets in the way and sometimes you just want to enjoy other things or you know other video games because we because we love talking about video games you know, maybe as our audience grows, maybe we could do a one 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 show a month of just games. That could be cool. No, we're not going to do that. Psych. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, uh, my list is light two, three things. One just came to my mind as we were recording. Um, this was a show that was referred to me, recommended to me by a couple of people that I never watched. I knew I always knew about it. Um, the Goldbergs. Another thing that, you know, people feel like, oh, you love 80s stuff. It's relatable. You know, it's like a kid growing up and, you know, it's like his story, almost like one to years ish, you know, in the sense of him telling the story. But I love the concept now that I really know what it's about other than just seeing a commercial. Um, I'm only a couple episodes in. It's cool. It's not like amazing. Maybe it just takes more time. But um, I love the way the episodes end where the director actually has footage because it's based loosely off his life. And he compares scenes that are in the show with scenes that he actually filmed with his old tape recorder, like his video recorder. It'll be like his dad yelling at his brother or his brother telling him to stop filming. I like the parallels with that. I thought that was really a unique take on, on things. The, the pop culture references for the eighties is an easy sell for me on that. So that's fun. I'll be watching that a little more. Um, the other things are two TV shows that are both on Amazon prime. One is the tick, which I just kind of turned on in a whim because it just popped up in my list uh, of things I might like. Paul and I have talked off air about that show and, you know, how I didn't really watch the original cartoon or the live action that first happened in the Paul corrected me, the early two thousands. I thought it was a lot earlier. Um, but It seems like, you know, it's a more serious take of the character. You know, I feel like the cartoon was a bit more on the goofy side. Um, I don't know anything about the tick, so I'm learning about it. I got through season one. I like it. It's not great, Um, but it's it's watchable. You know, I, I feel that there's enough going on. You know, there was a focus of certain characters. The one thing I didn't like was... There's not a lot of focus on the tick, which to me defeats the purpose. There's a lot of other characters and, you know, Arthur, which is his sidekick, 
gets a lot more of the airtime and the, the attention because it's, the season's really about him more so. So I'm hoping season two, even though the show was canceled, explores the tick a bit more. Uh, the costume's kind of weird. They kind of poke fun at the fact that it changes often. Like they kind of they make they make it an inside joke in a sense. Um, like the pilot, it looked a certain way. Then like the second episode, it looked weird. And then the first episode of the second season, it looked weird again. And Arthur's just like, you changed again. And like the last one was cool because it's like he he found like a piece of the costume, almost like he's shedding. And then the tick just takes it and goes in the bathroom and like flushes it down the toilet like it's nothing. You know, it's like a big ass piece. So, it was, you know, it's clever in that sense. But uh, other than that, that, that's what I'm watching with that. And the last thing. I'm big into toys. I don't talk about it on the show much, but I've gotten like heavy into toy collecting, which is, uh, you know, it's another can of worms. But there was a really cool show that I found on Amazon called A Toy Store Near You. And uh, it's basically each episode is dedicated to a different toy store that, you know, the director came across or that they knew somebody from that's potentially like a mom and pop, you know, collector that opened their own business and, and funny enough, it was filmed last year, so it actually ties into the pandemic and how each store got affected by COVID and how they had to be closed, how they dealt with, like, the e-commerce, and some stores did, like, live auctions on Facebook and stuff like that, and, uh, you know, I'm not a big collector of older stuff that we grew up with. I'm more of, I like, you know, when companies kind of remake something for modern, you know, the modern feel of a franchise that we might've liked. So it's cool to see, you know, like all these showcases of like generation one transformers and He-Man and mask and Silverhawks. Cause I didn't have a lot of that, but it's cool when you see something that you had, you know, like you can relate to it. Um, it's cool to see that there's so many of these stores out there. You know, that's the, that's the big thing that I liked about the show so much is because it's current, you know, it's not a show from 10 years ago. These stores are still around even post pandemic. Um, and some of them, are, you know, it, this, I, I would assume helped elevate their businesses too. So it's really cool in that aspect. Um, it's like two seasons. So it's, I think it's like maybe four or five episodes each season. It's not a lot, but again, it's like 10 stores. So pretty good, pretty good chunk of content, all different varieties of stores. There's actually one South, South from where I live, maybe like an hour and a half, two hours. I'm considering maybe taking a drive out there just from watching that on the show. So um that's it that's it for me what i've been watching uh you know reruns like you paradise pd over and over it's on blue in the face never gets old easy to fall asleep to but now the real meat and potatoes the reason we're no, here no no no, 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 no. before we get before we get there all right let me wet my whistle while you talk <laughs> <laughs> the toy store near you i've had on my list on prime i haven't watched it yet the tick, I told you, he spoke offline. I watched some of it. It was it was fine, but then I heard it was canceled, and I never really continued with it. Right. Now, the Goldbergs, you said you've watched a handful of episodes, and will continue. Mythic Quest, oh, I watched one episode. I gave up. Oh, what we do in the shadows? I watched one episode. I gave up. Seriously? Both of those shows are better than the Goldbergs by leaps and bounds. And you continue on with the Goldbergs. Come on. Goldbergs is like a 40 somethings, 50 somethings year old sitcom to watch. 
And I've watched a handful of them. I watched the one with, where Robert England comes back as Freddy Krueger. <laughs> but come on. Give the other shows a chance, Benny. Are you finished? <laughs> Are you finished? Let me know when you're done. Are you done talking? Get there again. Oh, okay. You done? I think he's done. He's drinking now, so I can talk. Good. Got it. All right. Well, okay. So the goal. Bar- <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm finished. Okay. The, the Goldbergs watching a couple of episodes is different because I was watching it at a different time of the day. I was watching them while cooking. So I'm able to multitask, knock it off. The other ones, believe it or not, the two particular shows that you brought up, I sat full attention watching. And it didn't do anything for me. I mean, again, we're we're very different with certain can things. I throw one, can I throw one other show on here for you then? Absolutely. The Goldbergs you're watching where? On Hulu? Hulu. Hulu. So- Hulu. Modern Family is on Hulu as well. I've watched and, Modern Family. Okay. Modern Family is great. I've watched a ton of Modern Family. My wife watches it, so I watched it with her. Okay. There you go. Well, that may change okay. my opinion on the show, but it's a great show. <laughs> Yikes. Glad she, doesn't, <laughs> glad she doesn't watch the show. Or li- listen, <laughs> listen to the show to the for the that show. matter. <laughs> I know for sure she doesn't listen to the show. So <laughs> she gets enough of you, I'm sure, to not have to listen to more of you. Oh, she's enjoying this break. You kidding me? <laughs> no, she really isn't. She's got to watch the kid. As Sucks many to be smiles, as Sucks many to be smiles you. sinisterly. <laughs> well, that fits, that's a perfect perfect tie in to go into Loki now. As yep. a mischievous <laughs> the fat man of mischief. Love it. <laughs> so we got the debut episode of Loki long awaited. First episode of the Loki series, which takes the uh, variant of Loki that breaks off from the sacred timeline, as I mentioned earlier, from Avengers Endgame when he disappears with the Tesseract. And uh, we see that that sort of thing is frowned upon, and there are timekeepers that are in charge of the timeline, and everything so far in the MCU is happening for a reason, allegedly. And it's all by this timekeeper's will. And Loki taking the Tesseract at that point in time is not what should have happened. Thoughts on the show? Awesome. First episode. Awesome. Awesome. I mean, if I could describe the water emoji that we constantly share with each other via text, that looks like jizz. There you go. Uh, Way to just throw that one out there. Yep. Get off. I mean, you can't you can't get much better at a first episode for something you love when you just bring it all together. You know, the fact that we start the episode connecting to the movies, you know, that's really important in my opinion, because, you know, you, you really know, need to know where, where you are, where the show starts. Cause I was thinking we were going to already be him doing something, him conquering something, him already doing multiple, you know, errors of stuff, moving around, creating chaos, but it doesn't look like that. You know, at least from what we know, because something could have happened amidst all this stuff. I have my own speculations, but we can discuss that later. But obviously, as the show starts, we see him land in the sand. Pretty much very reminiscent of Iron Man 1 in the Iron Monger yeah. suit. So, you know, there's tons of uh, the Mark Easter one eggs. Suit. Mark no, 1, not, sorry. Not the Iron Monger. Yeah. 
He's not the bad guy. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> he stole it and became the Iron Manga. That's why I said it. Fuck face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. You almost spit you almost spit that out. But um it's good. It's really good. There's a lot a lot to digest. Um, because it just opens the door to so much between the secret really sets up the multiverse. Yeah. Secret wars, you know, the great the great wars in general, like the the three timekeepers, the fact that somebody has a draw of infinity stones and much more other things. Um the fact that this gives Loki an opportunity to really get humbled as a character. Um, I think that he really feels it by the end of the episode, which, you know, it feels more like he's becoming himself like he did in our timeline, where before he died, he realized that he had to do the right thing. And he essentially watched himself live that life. So, you know, it's, it's a remarkable way to take a character that's supposed to be hated, you know, a villain of, you know, he hasn't been hated for some time. I'm just, I'm just saying in in the, in the essence of the, of what the character should be. Yeah. I mean, people loved him from day one. I think, you know, Tom Middleton did an amazing job as the character and obviously they kept bringing him back for reasons. So um, it's great to see him in the forefront, you know, more so because he's always kind of been, third wheel a lot of times but uh again there's there's a lot to catch i'm sure i didn't catch everything i'm sure you didn't either but there's stuff i want to bring up but i loved it and i'm hoping that the momentum stays where it's going and that we get more and more i just feel like this is the can of worms that we were waiting for this is really setting up the stage for for this phase you know this is where everything gets jacked up and we realize how jacked up everything is. And I think this is going to tie into Spider-Man yeah. and everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because we might see glimpses, you know, they might start discussing stuff and you might say, well, here's one of the timelines that's getting crazy. And then we see Dr. Strange. You know what I mean? I don't think they're going to go that far, but I think that's where it's, that's where the world's going right now. It's already in that kind of disarray. And right now we think he's the only one that's broken the rule other than the dude that got, vaporized in the beginning (laughs) yeah for not taking a ticket right and potentially the woman that gets seen yes 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 this is going to be the new mephisto you see a woman come through and she's abducted from whatever she's done and she looks very close to what peggy carter looks like well there is there's a lot more concrete evidence for that than mephisto there's no mephisto there's yes there's verbi there's verbiage that's you know, that you could try to translate all you want, but you could do that for Nightmare now, too. Yes, I was just going to say you get you have <laughs> more of the fan theories from WandaVision showing up in Loki than in one episode than anything that happened in WandaVision completely. So, right. I would say to expect the unexpected. Uh, I really enjoyed the, the building and I'm sure this is going to continue throughout the series because this is the first episode, but the building of the relationship between Owen Wilson and, uh, Loki and Tom Hildenson uh, is uh, his name is Morbius, right? Yep. Uh, his character. And it, it's just all it's typical Owen Wilson kind of acting. And it's still 
cool to have him in the MCU. I feel like eventually everyone's going to be in it, but he plays an Owen Wilson style role and he fits. Very it's fitting. like Very it's like a buddy cop sort of thing so far, and I'm sure it's going to even get better. Uh the the scene where he jumps out of the airplane was shown in some trailers before, so everyone assumed that he would be. Uh, uh, it's tough to describe, but he would be imitating DB Cooper, and it ends up being that he was DB Cooper, which was something that I enjoyed. Uh, DB Cooper being a real person in real life who uh, hijacked the plane and held it for ransom. The plane went took off with him. He allegedly jumped out of the plane and was never seen ever again. And he got away with the ransom money. So it's kind of a, a wink and a nod to that Loki was DB Cooper and it was a prank. And then Heimdall brought him back, brought him back to Asgard. So I thought that was a cool little twist on a real life person. And hopefully they do a little bit more of that. I don't know. I, I don't want him to be every person throughout history. But it's right. cool that, you know, because he's a god and he's, they've been around as long as they've been around, that they could be people that have affected history in the past. But that also adds to the timekeepers, you know. But, it was, but, if, but they allowed that. That's what they're getting that, at. Right. That that's it, that's going to be a tough thing to fall on eventually, unless they're just saying they're not always watching. But isn't that what the TVA is there for? Because like so, he could just make no, a I character. Think, I, you know, I, I think don't that, know. I think that's all okay because I feel like again, he's not making the character. That's that's the big picture here. Is no matter what you think you're in control of, the TVA has already made that decision for you essentially, and this timeline has been overflowing and consistent. The thing is, we don't know how long the sacred timeline has been in place because obviously the fact that we've had variants change the timeline. He's not the first. He's also yeah. not the worst. That's a big, big point there. You know, oh, you're a pussycat compared to the other ones. So that means that it's been broken before. So I think maybe while they're meddling with the bigger picture, some stuff like that could happen that, like you said, maybe they don't see. Um, but again, they they made the point. And it's like, how do you let me, you know, do these bad things? And it's like some people have to be dark and to this point so that other people can mature into grow into who they're supposed to be. You're the reason that the Avengers become the Avengers right? because of what, you, you know, so that's that's a big it's a lot to digest. And I feel they do. Know? They do mention Phil Coulson and they totally right. ignore him being yeah, he's still alive. Field. Yes, but he died. Yep, that's it. Yeah. That was interesting. So, I thought about I thought about you when I saw that as an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fan. Yeah, um, it, I'm okay with that at this point. You know what I mean? Because the show's over now anyway. Um, again, you know, that could have been a different timeline too. You know, <laughs> they could play that card now. They could totally play that card. But uh, they don't really need to. I mean, like you said, the show right. is canceled. So, right. So, what other stuff did you catch? Did you catch anything interesting that I know we always tend to look online and read stuff, you know, after the fact? But was there anything that you caught when you were watching it? Uh, I'm trying to think. I, I wanted to watch it a second time. And I said that to you off air. And that's way more than I wanted to Falcon and Winter Soldier. So I'm definitely right. going to watch it a second time, maybe in the next day or two. Uh, I didn't notice a scroll in one of the scenes. 
uh yeah that's really i didn't really notice a whole lot else besides i mean that was like oh that's something i mean i think the loki uh that they're going to be hunting the other variant loki is female which is everyone's assumption and uh they mentioned that loki and his file is gender fluid so different i guess different timelines he isn't necessarily a he can be a she or be whatever new the politically correct thing you want to say for a sex of a person now right but apparently that that's more true to the comic version of the character yes. which yes, i don't yes. follow so i didn't know that okay that's fine you know what i mean again it, it's it's giving them the opportunity to tell the story that they want to tell i think it's gonna they're putting it there for a reason i don't think it's just for any type of let's say compliance you know what i mean i think that oh, no 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 yeah yeah well, I think it also leaves them open to that if they eventually wanted to have a female Loki be the MCU's Loki and, you know, Hildeson wants to walk away, then that's an easy way of doing it. Right. Agreed. That makes sense. Also, also potentially an easy way to recast other characters that have, have came and went down the right. line. Maybe bring in another Tony Stark, you know, well, we're from supposed a different to get, timeline. But we're also supposed to get Winry. So, I mean, are we going to, you know, we're going to do Tony Stark or are we going to keep Ironheart at that point? Well, no, 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 I mean, I, I could mean, yeah. I could mean 10 years down the line or more, you know, right. You, right. To, you'd be foolish to think that these characters are never going to show up again. Right. Agreed. But they're also, this is also a very unique scenario where the characters have done so well and really have stood the test of time. Most of the time when something gets rebooted, it's usually because things start to dwindle in the demand and the character and the, franchise of where that's related you know whether it be a batman movie superman movie all right you know it's time to move on let's try this again i don't feel like marvel needs to do that so i don't yeah, know there's, if no, we'll there's definitely no rush for that definitely right. not right i agree with you but um so there wasn't like a ton of stuff that i saw you know and again i don't know to what context it could be just easter eggs like marvel does but obviously, we've mentioned before there was a hint of nightmare, you know, in the fr- yeah. in the form of the word, and the you know, just pretty much, thing. yeah. Which is, it's cool, you know. Again, it could just be for those people that watch Wandavision. I <laughs> would throwing it at you again, you know. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of stuff in the drawer. Did you catch any of that stuff? You know, I, it was like a gold uh, medal, like a, a medal for a war or something, right? Yeah. There's a there's a military medal, a casino chip. There's a crucifix. That was like a big thing. It's an upside down crucifix. So it's, you know, it's in there upside down. Um, there's also. It's just, it, it's just it just presented like a junk drawer, though. I mean. Well, that's the point, you know, because they, uh, they, they your eyes, your eyes are supposed to be. It. But your eyes are supposed to be on the Infinity Stone. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now, my knowledge of Back to the Future is not as good as yours, clearly. Was there any mention of a baseball card or was it just the almanac? As far as like in, the in the movie itself? Like for using anything. Nothing, right? There's no baseball card of any because I'm no. there's a baseball card in the drawer too. So I was trying to see if there That's was why I think it's just random it. stuff. I don't think it's I mean it could be. They could be tied to things, but it just seemed like well, this, these are the random things, and it, it, that's showing how insignificant the infinity stones are there. That they're just in a drawer with, you know, a lost cross or a baseball card or, you know. Got it. 
I was That's thinking the way I more took it. Like, I mean, I can be yeah. wrong. Right. Well, we don't know the context. Someone, someone was trying to cheat and had a baseball card with stats or something, right? And they broke the timeline that's, that way. I, I yeah, got it. Yeah. That, something that's relevant to making the change, whether it's physical power or knowledge, you know? Yeah. The, the medal, you know, did the person really earn the medal in whatever war that was? Did they cheat their right. way to that? Right. Because those are like confiscated items, you would assume. Yes. To be analyzed, yeah. just like the Tesseract, right. you know, and the, the, the pack of gum. That was taken. So it's it's interesting that they lay that foundation down right away. Uh, People, I think, aren't super happy that the Infinity Stones don't mean anything. But the TVA is basically out of time and space. It's supposed to be isolated. So, yeah, they kind of make their own rules to be governed by if they're timekeepers controlling the timeline of existence. Yeah, they're going to have the power to separate themselves so they can't be destroyed or attacked using these you know yeah. they're controlling time itself and you it makes sense that the infinity stones wouldn't do anything there and right. i'm sure if loki got out and he took them with him somewhere to, to they would work they, again they would go they would work again exactly and that's the big thing it's all about the magic is pretty much getting negated because he can't do his magic either you know <laughs> He's doing the jerk, the jerk motion. What Get is he doing? He's trying to use his magic. <laughs> Why isn't it working? <laughs> so there's a lot to love. Um, I don't know where they're going to go with it. I think what's going to happen is we're going to we're going to spend episodes potentially visiting different eras where of of the incidents, you know, where they where they're trying to track the other Loki down essentially, um, you know, where he eventually gets to dress up like uh, Mr. Wilson, and they both become like that true buddy cop, you know, partnership that we've seen in some of the trailers. But uh, how many episodes? That was the one. I didn't remember how many episodes. Don't know. I don't recall. Yeah. Uh, maybe this was almost an hour. Yeah, yeah it, was. Was it was longer than I expected. Are the other ones going to be that long? Do we know? I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I know. I know critics got to see the first two and the reviews were good. So, I mean, based off the first one. It was good, in my opinion, yeah. at least. Felt yeah. like a Marvel show. Marvel show shit slash movie. Felt like a comic book. These are the things that I have to check off. I complained about Falcon and Winter Soldier. And I right. can be hypocritical to say that this isn't what I wanted because this is exactly what I wanted. It's very comic book grounded. It's very fantasy. That's what I want from a comic book show. And it gives and you we're, characters and we're on that a whole nother like. level. Right. Yeah. The fact that we're on a whole nother level, like I said, I think the significance of the Infinity Stones is to let you know, yeah, this is your big bad now. If this was your big bad, how how can you go higher? How can you? Where's the bigger threat? There's always going to yeah. be a bigger threat, right? And that's, that's kind of true. a way to wake you up that there is a bigger threat. And the TVA could be the big threat. You know what I mean? We don't know what's above that at this point, yeah. and that's why we're you know getting the Eternals, any of these other you know characters that we know live in this yeah. uh, universe of well, Marvel. It'll be interesting to see as we go on if Kang is one of these, you know, uh, time time watchers, or whatever, you know, time keepers. And because he's going to show up in Quantum Mania, and I believe he should be tied to this. So whether he's not mentioned or not directly or we'll see how it, you know, it all ties together. But this is it seems like a good direction to go with the future of the MCU and and it picks back up for me at least where falcon and winter soldier kind of dropped the ball right i mean 
and we now this is the beginning of hopefully a great summer of content you know yeah. because we're going to get two movies you know we're going to get more movies as the the year ends up we're going to get a oh, couple one more movie shows. this summer shang chi is not technically summer september september all right so i was like that border okay yeah well we'll we'll have suicide squad which will be a different spin and that's in august but we'll have black widow like you said in july what if one movie probably probably what if at some point in august maybe maybe after this surprised we haven't gotten our release date considering where we are in the year but and 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 lego sets have been revealed for it as well right but it's not tied to the MCU because they're what if stories. So they're but, more but, for the fans. If, what if, I feel like they're, they might be. These could be mm. part of things that are not in the sacred timeline, like something that changed. Well, that makes sense That's, if they do do that. But the Watcher is narrating that show. So we were introduced with the Watcher on Guardians of the Galaxy, but not really told how they play a part in this. Maybe they'll be introduced in Loki also, and it'll go right. from there. I feel like it makes the most sense, you know, no, knowing what we know from today's episode, it just makes the most sense if you want to keep everything relevant. You know, th- th- there's always a reason that they do what they do. So if yeah. you're going to connect the dots, you know, you're going to put a show out that's not relevant. You know, it could be like, hey, because of this, you know, this sacred timeline, this is stuff that could happen if the branched timeline went this way, you know? Yeah. So the idea is like Yondu picked up T'Challa instead, you know, that changed the timeline. You know, there could have been a variant of Yondu that got captured. You know, like that's that's again, it's way overthinking it, but I feel like it would make the most sense other than us just getting a what if for the sake of getting what if, you know, Yeah, I don't it would. And I still don't think it'll it would ultimately matter at the end of the day. But that's the way the comic is. Just a what if for the sake of being a what if. So no, I know Disney really, you know, right. I just feel like they're always. 10 steps ahead. There's always they, something else to it. Well, something's always connected, I feel, at least when yeah. it comes to what they consider the MCU, you know, even if it's a temporary, because what could happen too, the grand scheme of things, we can get characters from this crazy timeline and never see them again down the line when the timeline gets fixed. So yeah. it could be like, I don't know. I don't know how much they're going to consider this t- MCU still like, yeah. You know, I don't know if it's really technically going to be. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. It'll be a good discussion either way. Yeah, it makes plenty for discussion for us. And uh, I think that's it for Loki. And obviously, we're going to continue with our, you know, our spoiler discussions every week. Uh, The next time we'll talk about it, we'll be talking about episode two and three following tradition of WandaVision. And as the show goes on, we'll do a spoiler discussion you know, following finale, keep keep with that general uh, theming. And uh, next episode will be a simply the best. Do you want to give a, a, a foreshadowing or a spoiler for that episode? I don't. Okay. Well, then you guys <laughs> can go fuck yourselves. See, I didn't say all that. You took it to a whole nother level. The way you lighter. said it, it was implied. The ca- closed captions in parentheses said, go fuck yourself. That's what it said on the screen. I, I, I'm sorry. Well, you know what? That motherfucker should be shot and fired. <laughs> Subtitle bastard. You are going to be getting another top 10, baby. I just said, what er- I said that already. No, but, uh, but, but, but let me finish. 
I want to say it. It's you want me to talk about it. I'm going to introduce it like you never said anything. Okay, got it? Top 10, baby. 90s. He's waving the hand like he's passing gas. There's a stinky over there, my friend. Oh, now he's grabbing his ear like the Hulk. The Hulkamania. Not the Incredible Hulk. The Hulkamania. I don't know where this fucking voice is coming from. I'm done. Top 90s action, baby. Next episode. Come in. Check it out. We got tons of movies. We're hoping we're not going to miss anything important. Great era. Great genre. Looking forward to it. Come see it. We will talk to you next time, baby. Go fuck yourself.